Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day so far, wherever you are in the world. Ah, I'm excited about the end of August. I'm going to the Montreal Language Festival in, you guessed it, Montreal. I'm going to be uh, hanging out with some wonderful people, other polyglots language experts. And uh, I've mentioned it a few times, but what the heck, if you are near Montreal, don't miss this. It's going to be really fantastic. And uh, search for Montreal Language Festival online. You'll find it there. Uh, you can get, I believe, a 25% discount on tickets as well if you use the code OLLY, O-L-L-Y. So a uh, little insider tip for you there. Today, we've got a question that really made me think um, from Jane in the US. But before we get to that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. And let me ask you, how often do you speak the language that you're learning? Not just chat it around the house to yourself, but how often do you actually sit down and speak? If the answer is less than two or three times a week, then you need to be doing more of it. That's the fastest way that you're going to improve. And the best place to do that conveniently at a time that works for you is on italki. And you can get a free lesson by going to italki um, using the link iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Seriously, go and do it. You won't regret it. <laughs> All right, then. Let's get into today's question from Jane. Hi, Ollie. Jane from the United States here. And first of all, I wanted to thank you for making such an excellent podcast. It's absolutely amazing, and I love it so, so, so much. I found I will teach you language after spending about three years learning Spanish in high school and barely being able to have a conversation. About eight months ago, I discovered the podcast along with your website and other resources from other polyglots like Benny Lewis and Luca, Luca Lampariello. Anyway, um, and I made so much progress in my Spanish through independent study alongside classroom instruction with an excellent teacher, props to Profe, my high school Spanish teacher, that I'm now moving on to Portuguese, which I'm super excited about. Having three languages in my head has been a really interesting experience. Rather than having one or two words for something like a pineapple, I now have three. And it got me thinking, what is it like to have so many languages in your head? When you see a pineapple, do you think of seven different words or do you just recognize it in English? Basically, how do you keep yourself sane with all that linguistic knowledge in your mind? Thank you so much. I hope you have an awesome day and see you later, I guess. <laughs> Hello, Jane. Thank you for a lovely message. I really enjoyed listening to that. Uh, the short answer is uh, I just don't really worry that much about it. That's how I, that's how I, uh, I stay sane. Uh, it's a really interesting question, and um, you know, I don't want to sound too flippant by saying that I don't really worry about it. But generally, um, and genuinely, uh, I I don't. I mean, look, I um, in terms of learning, like I only I only ever focus on one language at a time. So my kind of active language learning focus is only ever on one language. So to that extent, I don't really have that much confusion in the learning process. But I do tend to use a lot of my languages out and about around. Um, you know, around London in my, my day to day life. And I find that it's a big mix, you know, languages come and go. It, de it depends who uh, I'm spending time with, what I'm doing, what words I need. If I go through a phase of speaking more French than usual, for example, which I mean, at, at the moment, I'll find that French words kind of come out, come to the fore. Um, but then other times it might be, I might be focusing on, a, on a, another language a bit more. Um, but my default is English, and I use English more than anything else. 
And to that extent, like, you know, what, what I tend to find happens is that I, I mean, a couple of things, I guess. I often talk to myself. I'll be walking down the street and I'll try and say something in different languages. And it's a nice little exercise to try and uh, just keep that act, that language a bit active in your brain. But more often than not, what happens in somewhere like London is that I just kind of hear a bunch of people speaking and, I, and my brain immediately switches into that zone. And I find that I'm getting better and better at it. So to give you an illustration, when, when I first learned, I mean, you mentioned Spanish and Portuguese, right? Now, I learned Spanish first. And then I went to Brazil and I learned Portuguese. Um, now, in Port- in in um, in Brazil, as my Portuguese got better, at, at that time I wasn't using Spanish. So I remember going back to Europe and meeting my Spanish friend Patricia, and we were talking in Spanish, and she was like, "Holy man, what what has happened to your Spanish? Like it's all over the place." I was speaking with this weird kind of uh, Portuguese grammar full of infinitives and stuff and not conjugating my verbs in, in Spanish. It was, it was really kind of messed up. And so I experienced what it's like to have that kind of confusion. And I think, like, Jane, one of the things that you're going to discover, I think, moving from Spanish to Portuguese is that they're so similar, there's a lot of scope for confusion. Um, what happened with me was that I had that kind of shock of, like, oh, my God, like I am... I, um, I'm just, uh, my brain's a bit of a mess, like scrambled eggs or something inside. Um, but what happened was because I worked at using Spanish and Portuguese at the same time, so I would go out and with friends speak Spanish and Portuguese in the same night, I would kind of learn to separate it and I would get good at um, switching between the two. And all the, the best I can describe it, I think, is to you just try to compartmentalize it in your brain. So when, for example, just a few hours ago in the park, I heard um, a Brazilian girl on the phone to her friends trying to let them know uh, whereabouts she was. And so I heard her talking. It's like, está onde? Você tá me vendo ou não? Eu tô aqui no centro do parque. Você não tá vendo? Eu não sei onde você tá, cara. I don't know what she was saying. And... Um, and immediately, like something clicks in my brain, it's like a switch goes off, and I immediately, like any any kind of traces of French or Japanese or English, even just disappear. And my brain is it's like a part of my brain is immediately activated that is Portuguese, and it doesn't matter that I haven't spoken Portuguese for months. That just activates it. The other day, I was in a cafe. I remember, and I was trying to. I just had this. I had a heavy bag in one hand and a coffee in the other hand. And I was trying to get out of the cafe, but then there were these... London's full of, like, exchange students at the moment. It's a bit annoying, actually, because everywhere you go, there's just, like, huge groups of kids uh, in the way. And uh, and one such group of Spanish kids was um, just sort of mindlessly blocking the door of this of this cafe, just sort of sitting down when people were trying to pass. And uh, I just I heard they were speaking Spanish. And I, I spoke to them in Spanish without even thinking. Often I try to speak to people in English in the UK because I think it's, it's kind of a courtesy to them. But um, I just turned and said to her, uh, "Me dejas salir, por favor? Uh, can you let me? Can you can you let me out?" And she kind of just turned around and said, "Ah, sí, claro." And it's like this little Spanish exchange that happened simply because I heard her speaking Spanish and my brain kind of switched into Spanish. Uh, yesterday, two days ago, I was walking through Soho in central London and. Um, walked past this Japanese restaurant where my friend uh, Takeshi works. And um, I kind of saw him walking out. I was like, hey, Takeshi. And we, we sat and we started 
talking and um, we were speaking in English actually, but then the friend I was with said, "Can you guys speak some Japanese?" Have you? And, and actually, we'd never spoken Japanese together, and I was like, "Ah, we we haven't." Um, We'd never spoken uh, Japanese together. Right? <laughs> He's, I said no. So we spoke a bit of Japanese, and straight away, because I could smell the the uh, the food coming out of the cafe, and I was looking at, it, at a Japanese face. My head goes straight back to Japanese, and um, I think that because I'm getting used to doing that, to using all these these words, these these languages, kind of together, as it were, I'm getting better at doing just that. But I do remember. When I was living in Japan for a, quite a long period, you know, three to four years, during that time I didn't speak any of my other languages. So I remember when I went back to try to speak Spanish after living in Japan for a few years, I really struggled actually because I was just my brain was in Japanese mode for so long. Uh, so I, I, it's interesting to think about this, Jane. You know, you've made me think that actually I'm kind of I'm learning to use all of these different languages together and probably compartmentalizing my brain in, in different ways. So.、Um, You know, and of course it's true. Sometimes words in other languages will kind of pop up and get into my head inadvertently without me realizing. Yesterday, I was chatting to、um, uh, a friend in in Cantonese, and I was saying something about my life. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, and I said, and and so <laughs> what I did there was I I was saying, you know, in, what I found in my life is that this, that, and the other, and I used the word.、Uh, To say life in Cantonese should be sangwu, hang on, get sangwu.、Um, but I said jinse, which is like taking a Japanese word by mistake and imposing these Cantonese tones on it. Like, so life in Japanese is jinse, but I took the tones from Cantonese, which is、um, tones one and six, dudu, like that sangwu. And I said jinse, and my <laughs> friend just looked at me and said, "What? What? What are you talking about?" Like, oh, damn it. Sorry, that was Japanese. And so, and I, who knows where that came from? Like that's just like totally out of the blue.、Um, and th- and this stuff happens, but it's never a problem. And more often than not, it's just funny. Like we we had a laugh about it, <laughs> and say,、so, "Oh man, I'm mixing up Japanese and Cantonese," and she's like, "Oh man, that's interesting," and blah blah blah. So it, I, it's kind of cool, you know. I, I I don't know. I suppose I'd rather have this problem than not, and it certainly makes life more interesting and more colourful.、Uh, There are also times when I meet somebody and they're like, you know, they're really irritating times when someone says, "Oh,、uh, speak German or speak French." It's like, like you know, trying to test you and stuff. And in those situations, often it takes you a bit of time for your brain to switch. You know, if you don't have a particular stimulus, and so often, you know, that can be a bit of a pain sometimes when you, you it takes you a bit, you know, a few minutes to just kind of、uh, adjust to the new language, like.、Um, But it's it's very rarely very rarely an issue, and、uh, I you know more often than not it's something that I I, I try to embrace, and、uh, so yeah, Jen, you're gonna have you're gonna experience some of this with Portuguese as well. It's gonna be interesting for you, so、uh, yeah, in, enjoy. I hope that was、uh, insightful. It's just really me talking about what I'm、uh, going through, so I'm not sure if there's anything you can draw from that. But I guess the main thing is to just always remember to enjoy it, and it's always a process. And you know these languages that I use on a regular basis. Are far from perfect, 
but I am conscious that I'm improving. Um, not necessarily getting that much better at the languages, but getting better at using them and making them part of my life. So to that extent, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy. So thanks for the question, Joan. I really uh, enjoyed uh, answering that. Hope it was uh, insightful for you. If you would like to leave me a question for the podcast, then please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask to do that i'd also really appreciate a review of the podcast you know i know it sounds silly but these reviews on itunes really help because what happens is when itunes sees reviews coming in it then bumps up the podcast and shows it to more people so if you think more people should learn languages please take a second to uh leave me a review you see what i did there that kind of uh psychological trick (laughs) anyway at the end of every episode i like to leave you with a resource on the topic of the show and today i'm going to give you a video this is a video that my friend jan from the netherlands shot in cairo he traveled to egypt to visit me and we shot this video of uh of me walking around the streets of cairo um using some arabic and talking about languages it's really cool jan did a great job with the video um if you haven't seen it you must go and watch it because i think it's uh it's well, lots of people like um, the video. I'll put it in the show notes. So to check out this video, um, which you can watch on your phone or on your computer, wherever it may be, uh, go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 209. All right, that's what I got for you. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.